This is exactly right. Forgive me for interrupting. I'm Bridger Weiniger, host of I Said No Gifts on Exactly Right. Each week, I invite my favorite people in comedy over to chat, and they always bring a gift. We're coming up on our 200th episode, and every episode is a gem. I have welcomed all kinds of great guests, including Cola Scola, Bowen Yang, Robbie Hoffman. It goes on and on and on. And you don't want to miss the 200th episode with the great Maria Bamford. What does she bring me? Find out April 25th. New episodes every Thursday. Follow I Said No Gifts wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter. send you off in style we want to welcome you back home tell us all about it were you scared or was it fine mouth horn Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. Hello, my friend. Hi. I mean, anything to report in your neighborhood, not to hijack the theme of Christian Duguay's podcast, which everyone should listen to, Valley Heat. But do you have any? I want to talk about some things that happened in my neighborhood, and I didn't want to steamroll like I clearly already am. Yeah, you're just you're just announcing that you're steamrolling. God damn it. Yes. <laughs> um, here's what's ha- today was garbage day in my neighborhood. I am very resentful that I have to take out my own garbage cans. They're heavy, they're unwieldy. Uh I'm always in a weird morning outfit that I wouldn't want to get caught in outside. By and- saying by unwieldy, do you mean your garbage cans don't have wheels? No. Okay, that would be unwieldy. Okay. <laughs> it's they're unwieldy. They're always heavy. Like the yeah, gar- the one for gardening is always like so heavy. Yeah, I just is like get up in the morning and do a chore, which yep. I it just brings out the twelve year old in me of like, eh, and yep. there's I'm doing it to no one. Yeah, and then garbage day all day. There's just like garbage cans everywhere, all day. It's just a, it's that kind of day. Yeah. Yeah, and I have a frustrating situation where in my five units, there are, between all of us, 15 trash cans and one, I repeat, one recycling bin. So I know this is a federal offense, but I did shimmy on down the alley, and I decided that this this neighbor had enough uh, recycling bins, and I actually did steal it, and I stole a second one for my neighbor. So (laughs) Now, can I just warn you, they do have... (laughs) long numbers on the front that can be referenced by the city yeah, for, I even for consider, back stealing. I considered that. Still did it. Still <laughs> and you don't it. care? Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, my neighborhood is uh, has an edge to it. It was featured in Training Day, and I'm sorry, but I, <laughs> I do things a little differently on the east side. Okay, fine. 
I mean, you got to. The main thing I want, I almost met our Lord yesterday. Uh, well, I was walking. Okay, I was just walking pedestrian style on the sidewalk. And for some reason, I decided to go into a light jog, even though I had, I guess because I had groceries in each hand, it felt like I was doing lungy shoulder things. So I started running with the groceries. And as I was crossing a street, this car that was turning left, someone behind them was frustrated that they were stopped because I was crossing the street. That's why they were stopped. And they rushed around them, slammed into them right as I was crossing the street. And the car just replaced where I was as I jumped onto the curb. Like I pulled a muscle in my leg. I, I jumped like 15 feet. Their tire popped. Like that car almost very close to hit me. Oh Had my God. I not been running, I really think I would have been hit. Then I ran, the guy took off and I ran in the street behind him <laughs> just to let him know. Yep. I was smiling, let him know I had eyes on his license plate. And then Good. he pulled over and the people got out of their flat tire car and, and joined <laughs> me. And then I left the scene. So I might, so wait. I, I foiled a crime. I foiled a hit and run. Quick, quick cue. <laughs> okay. The car that almost hit you was the car that got hit. Is that yes. correct? Yes. They. So. Yeah. What was that second car doing? Like Looking it went insane. anyway? It was like an angry uh, speed up, turn into them, scrape the whole side, left side of their car and took a right turn around them. He was he went from the turn lane to the middle lane and took his right turn and crashed right into them, pushing them to where I was. And I was like, oh, this guy's unhinged. He's going to. And then it was sad because it was just kind of a confused older guy. Oh, no. And then I was like, oh, man, he's done driving. But he should be, you know? Anyway, Chris, cleaning up the these thing. streets in two different ways. We love when you share your stories. It's not steamrolling, but they often end in tragedy. Right, right. That is a piece that we need to take a look at. at I got to work on my punchlines. Yeah. Yeah. It's you have a, punch downs. Yeah. There's a... Could <laughs> we go into a gully and then we have to introduce the guest? I know, I know. <laughs> I should have gone with the kid that's been doing bird calls with a dog with him, um, uh, hiding in the bushes, who I confronted the other day. But that's for another time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carrot. <laughs> if he has a dog with him, he's if he's doing bird calls, he's pretending to hunt, and I I think that he might be a weirdo. Yes, I'm sure of it. But we only got a slice of the story. Exactly. I, you, you just did a perfect teaser for our next episode. Right, exactly. More to come on this kid doing <laughs> bird calls with a dog hiding in tall grass, who I have also confronted. More on that later. When you confronted him, did he have an old man's face? No, he <laughs> Is started this a horror singing. story by M. Night Shyamalan? He was a young kid, mid-teens, and he started singing. And not in a in a, I, hey, I have talent and I'm singing. It was more in a, hey, this is the John Wayne Bobay show and I'm uh, going to be a serial killer and I'm going <laughs> to sing to you right now. And and I was, I complimented his voice and got the hell out of there. But I yeah. think, yeah, I've really that is a It's a very training day neighborhood now that you tell us all those stories. I feel like there is intensity and crime going on yes. over there. That we are a, a, a city of unrest right now. People were locked <laughs> we are. in and now they're expressing themselves. Yeah. And it's not in the best ways. I've I've gone too long and I really want to 
introduce today's guest. Or, yeah, we got it. We, we got to bring her you, in Karen. on this for sure. <laughs> Karen, will you do the honors, please? I've talked too much. She plays at clubs and colleges all over this yes. great nation. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Shalewa Sharp. Hello, everyone. Hi, Shalewa. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Okay, yes. thank you. <laughs> First, with the recycling uh Herbie Kirby's? Do you call them Herbie Kirby's? No, I've never heard of Herbie Kirby. Okay, never heard. that is, is that what, East Coast. Uh, maybe it is an East Coast thing. That's what I had always heard them called in Atlanta, right? So, mm. which, by the way, I moved from Atlanta about ten years ago, and they literally were just getting recycling bins. <laughs> <laughs> We oh, don't yeah. care about the environment in the, down in there. The 2010? <laughs> yeah, 2013 is when I finally got one of those. Um, and then it was just like, uh, paper only? They were unsure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like Karen said, they do have numbers across the front that correspond to like whatever house it's assigned to. But the pickup dudes are very um, lazy. Right. And so they can easily, I have found my trash can in front of houses like a couple of doors down. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're absolutely in the right to take them because no one's going to think anything because it's a neighbor's house. It's like, eh, this is the general vicinity. My motivation for doing it was because when I moved in, we did have three. And they, Mm. like you said, they were displaced. So I'm just doing... Right. Vigilante street justice. That's what we just call that village living. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a a village to get things, you know, recycled. Yes. Um, Now. Okay. Uh, (laughs) There's so much. I don't even know. I was almost hit by a car. And then I mentioned almost hit by a car. The boy that's That's, about mm -hmm. to hunt joggers. Yeah. You think? I mean, the dog is alive. That's with him. Yes. Right. So that's a win. Yes. I mean, yes. Yes. That's Good point. Keeping, keeping him from being a complete weirdo. Yes, it's not a taxidermied or stuffed dog. Yeah, yes. so I would, I would uh, before really alerting uh, the rest of the neighborhood, which definitely they also have eyes on this kid, keep an eye on the dog, right? Because right? the kid could just be a birding weirdo, which is its own situation <laughs> right. that I'm really trying to be accept. I'm trying to be accepting of other people's, you know, right, me <laughs> their too. desires and stuff. So and birds, I, okay. Yeah, I did come up behind because I was on the running trail and he was totally hiding and I heard these noises and they were annoying squeaks. Like mm-hmm. it, it sounded like grass in between the thumb that awful high pitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's annoying. And then I was like, is that, but I thought it was a bird. I'm like, is that a bird up there? And I heard his voice like, no, I'm. it's a person. <laughs> and then, but he didn't reveal himself. I'm like, so you're just hiding in the bushes. So oh. I went behind him and talked to him. I went up on the street on my way back and I was like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? And he didn't have much to say. And that's when he started singing. That's what, oh. that's what scared okay. me. Yeah, no, no, sure. Okay, yeah. yeah. But still, keep an eye on the dog. Okay. <laughs> Just because I feel like that dog is going to be the one that really uh, is going to tell the tale. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because one day there's just going to be a dog and and like a and one blade of grass in its mouth, and it's just going to be like a leash with no owner on it, <laughs> yeah, and it's going like, to be like emergency. Something yeah, happened. something has happened. Or, you know, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> the right, dog or, is- or do you think he's training the dog to go hunt people? 
Does it look like a hunting type of dog? It does. It's yeah. straight out of Duck Hunt, the video game. No. <laughs> yeah. The giggling did dog. It, did it look like it? Oh, wow. Real. Oh, okay. So like a hound of yes, some sort. It's a hound okay. Dog. It ain't nothing um, but. <laughs> did, it, did it look like it was having fun? Um, I, yeah, it was engaged. Like I'm okay. doing this with my friend. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't seem like a cat captive dog and i okay. honestly have right. seen him walking the dog while, okay so they have singing a, and dancing yeah yeah keep i i would say the dog is really your point of contact here <laughs> yes yeah. i don't think the okay. kid is gonna have much to say but i Thank feel like you. that dog for yeah. sure i'm not the dog's the next of kin for yes. any phone calls that will have to get made or any <laughs> something happened and yes there's a, there's a next level emergency contact that needs to be made it's like i don't we have to get a hold of the dog the dog will know <laughs> right and the, yes the, and hopefully that phone number's right on his collar yeah <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah. Anyway, so wait, wait. you're in New York now. Have yeah. you ever almost gotten hit by a car right. in New York City? Oh, certainly. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, no, not really. Oh. Only because um, I'm definitely just looking out yeah. uh, for cars. Um, I think the one time I came close. I was crossing a street, no car was around, and so I go ahead and step, and then some car came out of nowhere and whipped around the corner, Right, and the person driving and I happened to lock eyes right <laughs> when it happened, and so we both had like a real mean mug, just like a you dirty rat kind yeah, of look, yeah. and then the second they passed and our eyes unlocked, we each realized we knew each other, so then oh, you're kidding. he stopped. <laughs> short and hopped out and was like Shawewa and I said oh. Drennan and then we hadn't seen each other he had recently moved to New York and he's someone I knew from Atlanta and he had lived in Chicago but he had recently moved from so this was how I was seeing oh, that he was wow. there but seconds before we that. were two New Yorkers ready to kill each other uh, and yes. then we realized that we were old friends from like <laughs> the, the mid nineties. And so it was That's like a lifetime movie. That's yeah. beautiful. It was it was it was a lot. And it was like that all was forgiven. Right. Yes, you didn't even address it. You we just, didn't even address yeah, Hey, yeah. how you doing? Trying to kill folks? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I said nothing. Yeah. I just let it go. Yeah. Oh, but that's, um that's great. That's a lesson in because the <laughs> The time I once had a commercial audition and some guy was a lunatic in traffic and we yelled at each other. And then mm -hmm. he was the guy operating the camera during my mm. my audition. We were both <laughs> rushing to the same place. And I oh, did address no. it. And I shouldn't oh, have. Of course, yeah. No, Sorry about out there. <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. I, um, I've had that conversation with someone um, like a comic. We started around the same time and... You know, we were booked on a show and some woman driving next to me was in a turn lane and didn't realize it and tried to cut me off to get into the lane to go straight. And I wouldn't let him because I know that that you got to turn and make it do what you got to do. Yeah. And it yeah. turned out to be the mother of this comic. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so this comic, of course, was just like very excited for me to meet her mother. And she's like, this is my oh, no. mom. And then her mom was just like, oh, yeah, you. um Something about you wouldn't let me on oh, just no. driving over. Something like that. Because she's kind of a sassy person. Oh, but God. this woman was also closer um, was closer in age to the mother than I was to the comic. 
Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to give you respect because you're her mother. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you mean the street where you were in the turn lane and you didn't know yeah. where you were going? So you tried to cut over and cut me off and I wouldn't let you. And then we just <laughs> sit there and stared at each other for a while. Oh, no, I love it. And I still encounter the woman because I'm still friends with that comic. And I, I know that she still has that in the back of her head. Yes. And I know that if there's ever a falling out between me and yeah, the, yeah. the comic, that the mom's going to be like, you know, I never liked her. She tried to run me <laughs> off yeah, the yeah. road. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I guess if that comic has a falling out with her mom, I'll be like, you know, I never liked your mom. She tried to run me <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Goes, it goes if, I may, <laughs> if I may, if I may, just give you my opinion. I love the way those, the cutoff people, though, like this always happens on Laurel Canyon. I, You've probably driven mm. in Los Angeles, so you know that there's a crazy thing that happens if you're coming over Laurel Canyon um, from the valley where if you're in the right-hand lane, they force you to turn onto Mulholland. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the left-hand lane, it gets really trafficy because it's just one lane to go over Laurel right. Canyon. Yeah. So people try to pass everybody in the right-hand lane and then cut over at the last second. And then the so the left-hand lane becomes literally people driving in perfect bumper to bumper, like so that no car can get in. Right. And the cars that try to get in are literally like try to threaten your life at the very last second to get in. Right. And it is the craziest, like good versus evil. Like it is so overtly, you guys are trying to cheat and we're not going to let you cheat thing. And my thing is those people, like, how do you do this and like feel fine. How do you do that? <laughs> well, you just skipped 30 people yeah. knowing that everybody's waiting to go to the same place. And you're just like, like that mother of that comic is like, you were in the wrong. And yeah. you, you actually think you're going to like sass me down about how you were in the wrong? Like, that's, no way. Yeah, I know. That's how I feel when I am. If I was, that were me and I was in the wrong and I had to turn, I'd be like, oh, I guess I got to turn. You know yeah. what yes. I mean? Like, yeah, right. yeah. my bad. I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Take I, the L. Yeah. I always, a time to go around the block. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be forceful. And these people are always in BMWs, right? <laughs> white BMWs white. white they're always yeah. white cars interesting yeah. interesting mm-hmm. yeah I definitely I mean I went when I had a car it was always something that was purchased off of Craigslist so like I will drive and try to make sure I'm in the right lanes but if you are trying to cut over I will do the bumper to bumper thing to keep you from getting over and I yeah. do not care if you hit my car I also don't care <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's completely paid for. I have full coverage. Yeah. Do your best. Yeah. I yep. do. I've, I love I've it. set it up so that you will you will suffer, not me. Well, <laughs> in New York, you have to be more assertive, right? Like I anytime I've been in a cab there, I'm like on edge because all the cars are moving and they're close together, but it's mm-hmm. pretty controlled. It just makes me nervous because I'm used to Irie, California, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, but it did. It it's just intimidating, and and screw riding a bike there, like in the movie oh, Quicksilver. Sure. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> I have only driven in New York once since moving here. Oh, okay. Um, because I'm like y'all are nuts. I don't yeah. understand. Like I'm I'm used to Atlanta traffic, which is on par with LA traffic. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of it. Totally. Yeah. And at some point, you just kind of get real zen about it. Yeah. You just <laughs> surrender to the, to yeah. the expressway. But, um, <laughs> you know, you're just you float above it. You don't even pay attention anymore. But here, it felt like everyone was 
all the movements were very furtive. Everybody's just looking over their shoulders at all times. And I'm yeah. like, what's what's wrong? And then I rented a car and I did drive through the city and I realized, oh, everybody's trying to move much faster than they're allowed to. Like right. if you are like, oh, the speed limit's 25, then I guess I'll do like 27. Right. You're fine. Because <laughs> everybody yeah. is around you just like, going nuts trying to move fast and they can't because the speed limit like i'm doing 27 yeah yeah. meanwhile i'm able to coast at that speed because i'm like well i i guess i'm not in a hurry or it's not that important to me for everyone to hear me coming or or any of these things (laughs) yeah yeah it's just a different um it is just a different mindset now i haven't been on the expressways here in New York because I don't like whatever it is they consider merging. Yeah. <laughs> what is it like really? Is it too fast, too short? It's too short. It's yeah. very, it's very short. And I mean, I don't, I, I know I, there's, t- there's spaces at a premium here, so they don't have the, the space to do those long leisurely yeah, yeah. <laughs> merges. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes they have like a stoplight at the end and then it just goes from red to green. Yep. So you're at the edge and then it's just green. Go, go, get in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Ah! <laughs> oh, it's so scary. Yeah. Like on the Bay Bridge in San Francisco, there's mm. one light to get on. And I'm like, you have to peel out. You have to have like a powerful car to not yes. be in yes. danger. And- if you don't have pickup, like when that light goes and yeah. you can't like take off and go, if you have any kind of car that goes like, uh, or builds it up, you're yeah. screwed. Everyone hates you. Yeah. There was, I had a <laughs> getting on the 101, which was one of those, it was purely for the um, traffic on the 101, but mm-hmm. there was one of those lights and it was red and I got honked at. And I was just like, that is so, it's so LA. It's like, we all know the rule here with right. one car per light. And we, and it's like literally <laughs> like, go anyway, yeah. break the law because I insist. Yeah, yeah. It's a boy, you guys are making me miss driving. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we talk about just because, you know, this used to be a podcast in the car and will be again soon. But yes. but we do talk about car stuff. And that is my least favorite specifically where it's a red light and it literally says no right on red. Mm-hmm. And even then people will honk. They're like, Come yeah. on, break the law. It's a honk <laughs> that says, Don't be a wuss. Why right. are you following the rules? I'm like, <laughs> I always maniacally point, try and point at it. But from behind, you can't tell what I'm doing. It just right. looks like I'm doing a staying alive dance. It, it okay. looks like you're doing the uh, turning on the um, inside light yeah. to look for something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's daytime. This guy's not even paying attention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's looking at him. He's like, sexy. He's, oh, that's so great. Okay, great. So then this is the perfect place for me to bring this up because I haven't found anyone to talk to about this yet. <laughs> So when I do drive, it's usually when I go back to Atlanta. So like three, four times a year, I go rent a car, drive around, get it out my system so that I can <laughs> come back here and be amongst the rats and the money makers. But I, um, so Atlanta has changed so much that their street lights have changed. So we used to be a big like, um, you know, you got your red light and then you got your two, you know, you have your left turn lane. Mm-hmm. And then you have a an arrow for that side and then just, you know, yellow and green for the right side or whatever. Sure. Now, instead of having the arrow that to let you know, okay, you're all clear left turn. Okay, slow it up because we're going to let the other people go now. Okay, mm-hmm. don't go anywhere. They just have a flashing yellow, mm-hmm. which means 
do what you want? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is this freedom? <laughs> I don't yeah. What do you mean? I can, like, I was going to do this anyway, but this flashing yellow makes me feel like I'm not doing it the right way. And so I, I, I'm like, why would you give me a flashing yellow? Yeah, it's like basically I'm, saying yield. And what yield is telling both parties is, hey, it's up to you whether this right. other person lives or dies. Yeah. And I, I just I, met this stranger. <laughs> It feels so strange because I'm like, I mean, I guess what I've been doing is yielding. But now that you've put a name on it, I don't yeah. know if I, I understand it anymore. <laughs> well, that's because I think yield is an old fashioned concept from a time when we had decorum and decency in this nation. <laughs> and now okay. that people are like post quarantine psycho, I got to get mine I yes. will absolutely kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, ener- the energy is so bad lately yep. that we cannot just allow people to yield and work it out amongst themselves. We right. need actually more directions and more specificity because these days, like the, my favorite thing lately that I see is when people, and this is a very LA thing, mm. but there's a lot of people who are looking for the address. They're looking, they don't know where they're going and they're yeah, right, yeah. or they just got here. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people trying to take a left when there is a left turn lane they could merge into f- to go over and do their business. They right. just stay in that inner yeah. okay. what is actually the the real left lane right. but they use it as a the Whoa, turn that's lane that's no good that's yeah. where people are speeding right yes yeah. and they oh. it's kind of like then they slow down that fast lane and oh, then they're no. kind of like hey look this is about me right now and it's like <laughs> this is what makes people gives people road rage and right. makes people kill each yeah. other is that kind of like your way or the highway yeah no pun see, intended see yes. i i will pull off no matter what, I will pull onto a shoulder. Even if I'm supposed to be turning left, I'm like, oh, the Lord will get me over there. But first, I got to see where I'm going. I do that when I'm walking. If I'm walking <laughs> and, I need, and I need to answer something on my phone, I will make my way over. So I'm standing up against a building and then I'll take care of, of it. Of course. Yeah. And, then yeah. I, and then I'll merge back in. I definitely walk through New York like... um like the way that I drive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I moved through like a small car. <laughs> I moved through the city <laughs> yeah. like a Corolla, uh, a, an old Corolla though. Cause the new ones are too big, but an old <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a Honda fit. You're yes, like, yes, I'm, I'm definitely and... a hatchback just kind of <laughs> zipping through. Yeah. Um, the new and, Corollas and are way too fancy. They're, yeah, they're, entirely... they're just flashy now. Yeah. Yeah. It's too much. This was supposed to be a sensible car. And now, <laughs> <laughs> I think they the have Corolla. like seat warmers. Yeah, the yeah. nerve. Yeah, I know. when you were talking about just driving in that city, that's how I feel on the sidewalk when people are walking. I'm like, everyone <laughs> has somewhere to go. Right. I'm yeah. in the way because I'm just trying to find some of these buildings I've seen in movies. <laughs> right, Looking yes, up yeah. like, oh. <laughs> and and yeah, everyone is so motivated and working so hard in a way that I can't relate to. And right. it's like being in traffic. It is. When you're at the airport and someone just stopped, they're walking and they just stop because they have to look at their ticket and they don't yeah. do the side wall hug. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, how are you? How have you made it this far? 
And um, entire families. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I just recently traveled and it was like an entire family standing in the center where it's, I was like, you guys are making it seem like there's a different area to go to. Like, yeah. and I think I went like clear it or something <laughs> as I walked by because I was just like, no, this is the through way. You guys have to figure out your like German tourist shit to the left of here, please. I absolutely walk out of, uh, walk up from subway steps and if a, People have just stopped there. I will walk through them and go, keep moving, keep moving. <laughs> like the street sign, keep moving. Because yep. my office is, um, uh, my day job, my office is like right where a lot of people go to start shopping in the Soho area. Ooh, so yeah. it is it is the stop. So it's a there are a lot of tourists, lots yeah. of families all decked out in Levi's 501 jeans yeah, just yeah. <laughs> looking for deals and, <laughs> and and they're just right there on the corner and I'm just like keep it moving, keep it cuz they can't play they don't know who's saying it. No one yeah, can get yeah. mad. There yes. are too many people. So I'm just like yeah. keep moving. Keep to the yeah. side, <laughs> on your left. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Move out of the way. <laughs> You know, that reminds me, I was in, because I really love New York City. Like, I would love, yeah, love, love to live there. And I got to work there for, like, it, I think it ended up being, like, roughly a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, in the beginning, I would do, <laughs> I would basically, because I had a job in Chelsea. So, mm. and I got an apartment in Hell's Kitchen. So I was like, okay. At first, I I was too scared to take the subway because I didn't want to do it wrong. And I was positive right. I was going to get caught in the human turnstile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's <laughs> the, my biggest fear. Point. I was positive yeah. that was going to happen. Yeah. So um, at first I was taking cabs everywhere. And then, and, but then I would go, I would get a hundred bucks out of the ATM and then three days later have zero dollars. And I'd be like, shit, I dropped money again. And finally <laughs> someone goes, no, you're taking cabs. Stop, stop taking, get on the subway. You're fine. You will yeah. be right. fine. And then, then of course I felt like such an idiot. But one time my friend and I, took a cab to Soho and we were getting like we were getting out but the guy didn't um pull over into like a parking space or there was no space so he right. just double did a double park stop mm-hmm. or tried to start to and then didn't realize that the van next to us wasn't parked and so my friend opened her door and the van drove into it like shoved the door into the door frame uh, oh, and no. then the van kept going yeah and the cab driver started screaming and this lady on the street because we were kind of like what and my <laughs> friend was already out of the cab right and this lady on the street saw the entire thing and looked at both of us and goes go 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 don't just don't go stay, just don't go. stay here <laughs> and basically like this Died in the wool New Yorker saw yeah. the two of our big eyes like, are we supposed because the cab driver was like, you have to stay here, like as if we were gonna pay for his right. door. And this mm-hmm. lady was like, just go, just go run up the street. And it was one of <laughs> it's like, that is why I love New York. That there's some real shit like that going on where yeah. people will help you when mm-hmm. you are like caught in the cityness of that city. Yeah, that's oh my gosh. That's that's true. That reminds me, I once had to yell at a cabbie who was driving my sister from the airport to my apartment and he pretended you know she had the information I gave her you were going to this address between this street and that street I've given you main address cross streets he should be able to figure it out um if anything he can put it in his phone now that's what that's what they're doing yeah so she gave him that information so he's driving and he's already most of the way there before he's like do you want to take the this or the that 
And she's like, I don't know. He's already (laughs) made that choice, though. Yeah. But he's like, oh, she don't know where she's going. So then he's just kind of driving around. And then he's like, uh, I'm texting my friend because he maybe knows this area. He's just pulling a lot of shit so that he can run up that meter. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, I don't miss that. Yeah. So she calls me and she's just just frantic and i'm like what do you see out your window now what are you seeing and she is actually in the neighborhood and she gives me like a couple of streets that they pass and i'm like great okay he is moving the in the correct direction tell him when you see this to make a left or whatever and then tell him to drop him off at whatever corner i told her which was a block from my house and i said i will meet you there and she said okay so i go up and i see it uh she gets out he um doesn't even he just opens the trunk or whatever. I get her bags out of the trunk, I close it, and then I give him what I think it should cost. Mm-hmm. And he's like, That's not what it says. And I said, Well, no, you were trying to take her for a ride. Yeah. But this is how much it costs on average to oh, get from where you were going to here. And he's <laughs> like, You gotta it. pay me more. And I was very calm and then he just kept going and then I just screamed and I like, You don't know how to do your goddamn job. Oh man. <laughs> You're not taking my fucking sister, blah blah blah. This is all you fucking get. Now, my neighborhood, I don't know if they even notice me. They're probably like, Here's this woman who's just walking around randomly. But yeah. they all stopped. I felt them stop and turn around and watch this happen. And no one was trying to do anything. Everyone was just like, let's see how this plays out. Gotcha. And I screamed at him. And then I uh, I slammed the door. And then I'm like, come on, let's go. And we walked to the apartment. And he, it's further down the block. So he follows us. And then he rolls down his window and he starts to yell something at us. And my sister yells back, oh, now you know where you're going? I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, oh, wow. okay here great. we go. Here we go. Um, I and love so this. I was just like, all right, well, here we are, you know. Uh, and then later that night, we were in Williamsburg and a cabbie drives by, a cab drives by and I recognize it's the same driver. And I'm like, is he just haunting the streets now looking oh. for us? So we just kind of duck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hours later. Shit. <laughs> were you high? You thought he was after you? <laughs> I had no idea, but I'm like, yo, 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 that's the same dude, oh, right? She's like, it creepy. is. And we just kind of like lower ourselves. Because <laughs> what are the chances? What that's are the a- chances? Yeah, yeah, for real. Oh, you're my hero for... <laughs> <laughs> did okay, did everyone stop and watch how it played out as if they would intervene if or were no, they just I, I never I never I'm just such a I feel like I'm such a quiet figure <laughs> on these streets. Like I'm <laughs> you know, I'm not really saying hi to people. I'm just in and out of stores. I I, I you know, I do a thing, but I ran like a comedy show a couple of blocks from my house, like for three years. So I don't think anyone's really paying attention, but it turns out there are people in the neighborhood who are like, oh, yeah, 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 you're the comedy girl. And so I have no idea who's paying attention to me at at all. So I just thought the streets were going to continue to be the streets while I'm, oh, here's someone yelling at a cabbie. But they all like stopped and they're like, oh, here's old girl yelling at a cabbie. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see how this goes. Let's track this and yeah, make sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how many people like slowly brought up phones, but it was very <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quietly. But, yeah. It so it just would have been yeah. I'm yelling at this cabbie, but then it's to see him later that night. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking scary as yeah. shit. Yeah. 
And I was like, are you the only cab working this weekend? How is this possible? <laughs> yeah, the last, oh, now you know how to drive. That that <laughs> aided him to where oh, for sure. he put yeah. on some fingerless gloves and hit. <laughs> like, I'm shaved his head, yeah. went to his apartment. <laughs> yeah. Travis pickled it up. Driving yeah. around looking every, but the uh, not in service light is on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. shit. <laughs> every time when I was in New York and I was just there for like a week or a weekend or something, mm-hmm. every time I would get a cab to go, you know, pre-Uber 90s or whatever, I would get a cab to go back to the airport. I If they took a- any way that wasn't, because I'm from, I'm, you know, have lived in LA so long that I'm just like, get on the freeway. That's what you do. If you're right. going to take me on side streets, I'm scared or something's going to happen or you're trying to run up the meter. Mm-hmm. But you don't always take, there's not, it doesn't work like that there. It's like, it's not LA. It's not one-to-one thing. Yes. So like so many times, because it's certain times in the morning, the cab driver knows if you go around these side streets, you'll get there way faster and it's the way better option. And I just sit in the back of that cab. Like I have to trust the, right, the, new, yeah. the New York cab system in this way where it's like, I think he knows. And I'm, and even if like, even if it's a scam, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Because yeah. I don't, now I don't know where we are at all. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the one of the most beautiful times, what, and I have, should say every single time we got there and we got there fast and we, we beat the traffic and it's that thing where you kind of go over on the side. And then I think you're I don't know the neighborhood, but one time I, it was really early in the morning, and I remember looking up a street that we passed, and a a pack of no joke thirty stray dogs <laughs> came, turned and came running down the street. It was the most cinematic, amazing thing I've ever seen. I was like, "Where are we right now? Like, wow. what the fuck is going on?" And then, boop, we're at JFK. <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah, fine. I was going to say you must have been on your way to JFK. <laughs> Now what I'm learning is uh, I'm kind of deep in Brooklyn. So it takes about the same amount of time to get to LaGuardia as it does to JFK. But JFK, there are more streets involved before they get at the very last minute, get on whatever part of the expressway will take them to a terminal. But yes. in the meantime, I'm like, I, should there be this many Wendy's like on the way to the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it should be, but I mean, and we get there in no time flat. So... Uh, after that, and you know, I, after yelling at that cabbie, I think I had only lived here like maybe five years by then, but then I'm like, okay, next time you tell them do this, take the, uh, the Jackie Robinson Parkway and then blah, 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 blah. You know, if they're not going to do that, they take this. And she's just like writing this down, like, okay, <laughs> wait, what? You That's know, great. That kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there have been times I've definitely, especially from the airport, uh, where I remember one guy who was just kind of driving in circles once he left. And I'm like, dude, I don't know where I'm going, but where are you going? Yeah. Like, I, none of this <laughs> looks familiar. And he's like, you got to excuse me. I really have to pee. Oh. So he just couldn't think straight, I guess. Yeah. He had to pee so hard. And <laughs> I was like. With a very confusing truth bomb. Yeah. And I went, <laughs> well, pull over and pee. <laughs> and so he did. And he's like, oh, Solid. thank you so much. I really feel. And I'm like, OK, so now do you know where you're going? And he's like, no, not really. Oh. And I'm like, give me your fucking phone. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm like oh. I can't believe I got to be your mom. You See? wasted all this time. I'm like, first off, turn off that meter. <laughs> Secondly, yeah, for, yeah. yeah. Good. For well, I'm not paying. I'm not paying for your pee adventures. And then <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But wow. <laughs> Just insane. <laughs> I am not. 
that, life in the big city. You're my hero for speaking up. I would, I can see myself in New York know that someone, I'm like, oh, maybe it's normal to be in Pennsylvania for a second. <laughs> like I would never say anything. <laughs> Yeah. Look at those beautiful horses. Yeah. And you're like, uh-oh, this isn't good. <laughs> He's just showing me yeah. his country house. <laughs> you, I mean, you really just have to catch me at the right time because I for sure will just be like, I mean, they say the tri-state area and I'm not entirely sure which states they mean. So I guess <laughs> Vermont could be one of them. I don't know. <laughs> so but, anything's possible. <laughs> anything. But, you know, if, if I've done it a few times and I'm like, well, this doesn't feel right, you know, like I feel like you were supposed to do something a long time before (laughs) (laughs) and I don't know where we are now. So then I, and if I'm using one of the apps, I will follow along on the map. And I I don't think they're expecting people to do that. I'm definitely surprised the driver by like, Hey man, why are you going this way when you easily could? And they're like, Oh, I thought you were just someone who didn't know the streets. Right. I I maybe don't know where I am, but I know what a fucking figure eight is. (laughs) Yes, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like it. No. Mm -mm. Julia, I I wanted to tell you that you are one of the few people I have not muted on Twitter. (laughs) You are... Thank you are you. you don't know it, but you're one of my Twitter friends. And um <laughs> we have we have a lot of real life mutual friends, but it's a it's a funny thing like knowing that you were gonna be on today where this I saw this yesterday and it made me laugh so hard. The video of the guy that could fold jeans super fast. Yes. And so you know how the way Twitter works now? Mm-hmm. Like I have to watch people I follow, talk to other people I don't follow and don't know. <laughs> right. <And> so oftentimes <laughs> these things come into my feet and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching this jeans folding thing for? And I'm like, oh, because Shalee was talking to somebody. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. then. Okay, yeah. then that's fine with me. And you did. You said the funniest thing that then also... I want to talk about, but it was somebody saying, um, if you've ever known anybody that's worked retail, you've seen them do like, this is the stuff that sticks with you or whatever, right. being able to fold clothes like that. And then <laughs> your response was something and you talked about doing a uh, two-year bid at the Gap. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. It made me laugh so hard. I worked I worked at the Gap for a year. Yeah. I did a stretch. I did a year stretch myself. <laughs> yeah. um, right, right. And that is exactly how it felt. And I still can quick fold anything like when I shop at the Gap now as yeah. a lay person, I, f- I refold anything I look at. I have to. Anytime that I'm in a Gap or an Old Navy and I'm looking for my size and I pick up part of the thing to either mm-hmm. put a shirt back or someone's like, oh, you've done this before. Yes. No, one, no one tries to put it back in size <laughs> yeah. order. Oh, yeah, this thing. And you just kind of quickly fold the thing and then just put it and people are like, oh, you, where are the, immediately, where can yeah. I find the, I <laughs> don't work here, but did you try over there? Yeah. But it's stuck in my mind. I yes. know what's, pro- it's like you pull the the lip forward so it has the size sticker on right. the fold, yep. you know, the, whole the way thing. it has to be. That's yeah. yeah can- you did two years at the Gap then? I treat it like a sentence. <laughs> yes, I did. And oh, wow. I um I left, I quit because that particular gap decided to put a gap kids in the middle of the store instead um, of having a separate gap kids. They put it in the middle of the store and I don't work with children. 
Yeah. (laughs) I was like, no, if y'all get a gap, kids, I'm leaving. And my managers truly thought I was kidding. And I helped them like the night before they were going to open as a gap. I'm like, this is literally my last day. And they're like, okay. And I helped them set it up and we hung a bunch of little shirts and everything. And I said, okay, this is it. And then two days later, they were like, wait, you were serious? And I said, yeah, do what you got to (laughs) do to make it look like you knew that was my last day because I'm not coming back. I don't like kids. Wow. (laughs) What were they putting in a ball pit or something? You just. No, I just, I already didn't like how the shoppers would come in with their kids and just leave their kids. Right. And I'm like, look, I'm paid to like take care of the clothing, but I will not take care of your kid. So there are many times where a kid's like pulling on a mannequin and I'm just like, up, up, watch out there now. And the kid doesn't do anything. And then they pull the, you know, they pull the mannequin over and the parent comes running out from the fitting room. And I'm just like, yeah, that's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know? They're all kind of running around like uh, not yet lit sticks of dynamite. You never know. So now, and that's with just adult clothing. So now imagine... (laughs) There's children's clothing and little knickknacks or stuffed animals or whatever. And then they're going to go around and knock over all the perfume that's in there. Yeah, the of course. Gap earth and, and, and <laughs> air and water, grass, all those, <laughs> all those fucking smells. I'm like, it's too much. Y'all are asking too much of me. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I'd be a bad influence because I'd go up to any kid and be like, do you want to hide in that rack of clothes from your mother? Like I used to have fun doing that. I would be, I'd be a bad influence. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's definitely how I view it. It's just like, I, I felt like it was one of those jobs that you kind of had to like do time. <laughs> do a little yes. time in it. <laughs> yes. I have friends to this day and I, that for the last 30 years and we met working at The Gap in mm-hmm. San Francisco where I work. Like it's a very trauma bonding experience. Where it you're really just, is. You, it, depending on the kind of boss you have and depending on the, you know, the assistant manager and the way that it's such a strange h- hierarchical and you're supposed to be trying to get into management where right. I'm just like, I don't even want to be in sales, I don't want to be here at all. Like, what are you guys doing? There's like kind of a competitive, like everybody doing great. Meanwhile, I'm always like four minutes late walking in, eating like a piece of licorice. And my boss is like, you're supposed to be on the floor at two o'clock, not walking in at 2.04. Like a lot of that, that kind of stuff. But it was also, it was like the worst and the best because then it was just like, funny, crazy shit would happen right. all the time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I was a um, I was a stock supervisor, which just meant I was of the people who worked stock. I just hung around the longest. So they're like, all right, you're in charge of the back room. And I went, great. Yeah. I don't want to be out there with you in the trenches with you guys. That's a shame. Um, but then they were... <laughs> they. They were trying to like, you know, you should think about uh, like the the road to management. And I'm like, every time those tiny blonde women come in here from various regions, y'all freak the fuck out. And I'm (laughs) not, I can't do that, you know, but it's always, I'm like, I see who the managers are and they're never anyone who looks like me. They're all very petite blonde, yep. very short bobbed women. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I, I can't do that. And then I was working at a record store at the same time, like an independent record store. And I'm like, look, this is just to subsidize the coolness factor. Like yeah, that's totally. where my heart, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> yes. This is, this is to pay bills, but my heart is with the vinyl. You know? yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> when, when was it after the gap you worked in a, in the sex shop? 
It was after the gap. Yeah. Yeah. Was, um, yeah. yeah. Like a, a couple of a couple of months, I think, after I left. And then I, I got the job at the, at the adult video store. So can we was the, about- was the pay better? Yeah, it was. It was better. Um, Great. Much more yeah. interesting stuff. I didn't. Um, but I will say weirdly, because I remember a customer asking, like, there are a lot of women who worked at this store. And I remember a customer asking, like, how do you feel about working here when you're seeing all of, you know, all this stuff? And, you know, doesn't it feel like degrading? And I'm like, well, first, you're a customer here. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm and then I was like, look, I used to pick up after people's fitting rooms like at the Gap and that felt far worse. You know, right. <laughs> I was yes. like, just size, like uh, size wise, just picking up tiny little clothes for people my age was that I could never fit into. That hurt me a lot more. At least I know <laughs> there's a row of movies for dudes who want chubby black girls. Like yeah, I know yeah. if you want that there, that's there. I'm yeah. here, you know, but <laughs> right. just, want- just knowing that exists is far yes. less intimate than picking up someone's tiny shorts that they just put on. They're <laughs> just like, no, I don't want this. It's too big. And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> you know, the rolling folding table that we mm-hmm. would always park out in front of the fitting rooms. And yes. then when people would come out of the fitting rooms, they would just dump their shit onto the table no matter what you were doing on that table. And oh. they wouldn't look at you. They wouldn't acknowledge you. Mm. I went through so many kind of like psychological kind <laughs> yes. of like, who am I? What am I doing? Yes. You know, with like Enya playing in the background <laughs> because it was like the this, this same mixtape that played for six hours a day. Right. And just sitting there going, is this what I want for myself? I need to do better than this. Like, yeah. I just yeah. Can't, I it, can't. It was it was much harder. So by the time I got to the porn store, I was like, ugh. First <laughs> off, I don't have to worry about what to wear. Like, whatever I have on is fine. It, this, it doesn't need to be Gap appropriate. You know? Yes. <laughs> They're yeah, not yeah. giving me a t-shirt that says, you know, Gap swings or Gap, you know, whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So no chino, no forced chinos. No forced chinos. <laughs> no forced chinos. Um, and yeah, it was just uh, uh, um, weirdly uh, an easier atmosphere to be in. And then yeah. I was so hell bent on showing that I was cool. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what's cooler? I mean, I'm already in a indie record store. What's the next level? Yeah. <laughs> and the next level is a porn store. You're right. A porn store. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's the only place in that you know you're a 90s woman <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's Riot the only girl. way to show to show that exactly to show that you're cool yeah that's, and, that's the and next talking place to go. talking to someone about their music tastes is pretty personal it's like the next logical step is just yep. ac- ask about their junk <laughs> right <laughs> exactly uh, or showing that you're too cool too cool to even hear about their junk but i mean i guess keep talking you know <laughs> what's your your solo show is don't don't, don't reach, reach in the bag yeah and, yeah 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 that's Why, the first what? rule the Can first you elaborate rule. on that yeah it's it's the first rule of working in oh. um an adult video it was like video rental Oh, okay. Um, so people were returning and it was, it's just like the first thing you should know. It took people a while to realize, oh, we should tell new hires this so they don't mess up just because things get slippery. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, no. So it's just God. best to just oh, dump it all out. <laughs> I thought because of the, you don't want to shame someone by uh, pulling out. Oh, yeah. About no. bangers, volume, Mm-mm. whatever. No, you, no, no. It, you oh, just. It, Oh wow, that's 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Germs. Just, just dump it out and just kind of move it around with a pencil <laughs> oh or something. But that's not what I expected at all. <laughs> I love it. It's a germ issue. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's so great. I love it. Yeah. Are you still yeah. doing that show? It's a one-woman show? Yeah. Yeah. I am still doing it. I am um, now just kind of uh, doing it in little, like, just like here, here, here. It'll pop up in New York. But mm-hmm. um, I'm going to do it in Austin as part of like uh, the Moon Tower Festival. Oh, I'm awesome. doing it in um, Portland at the end of May. That's great. Like, oh, Port- uh, yeah. Yeah. Those are yeah. Portland will love. Do you, and so you you gradually keep adding on to it then over the last years. Yeah. It's a whole thing. I take a it's a there's a Q&A at the end of the show because I'm like, I know I didn't. I know in listening to the five stories that you've heard me tell. Yeah. I'm not telling you enough. There's more that you want to know. So oh, just lay it on great. me because I, I can that. talk about it for hours, <laughs> but we only have <laughs> an hour and 10 minutes here. So just what are your questions? So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Can you think of like the best question an audience member has asked you at the end yeah. or like the most interesting? OK, oh, I did it in L.A., like uh, last year, maybe last fall, just uh, very quickly. And someone in the audience asked me about what I thought the bridge was between spirituality and sexuality. And I was like, that is the most L.A. question. Yeah. (laughs) Are you serious right now? (laughs) But it was an older woman, you know, short gray hair, you know, and she's just like, what do you think? And I'm like, well, first of all, thanks for coming. Thank you for coming to the show. <laughs> Your support means the world. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, uh, what I, spiritual, I never think about spirituality. Um, I guess, except when people say, oh God, when they're getting ready to climax, I doubt many people do think about that. Um, I was like, I can tell you, I think that sex is a, is more of a need or uh, like a necessary thing than like a, it shouldn't just be lumped in with love. It's, you know, you got to clean out your pipes. And so I was (laughs) thoroughly, I'm I'm absolutely happy with helping people. Like once I was there, I could see, oh, we are, we are curtailing a lot of crime. (laughs) I can see by being here open 24 hours for people to get their, their love and go like, we are really helping the people out in a way that I, it's hard to like fully quantify, but I, I see how it's happening. Wow. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that's a, cl- that's a connection that makes perfect sense. Cause yeah. that is, it's very true. Now mm-hmm. I really want to see your show and also <laughs> yeah, ask many too. questions. <laughs> Clean yeah, the pipe. I'm, I know I am. I am uh, trying to schedule to come back out there in L.A. like uh, late summer. So I am trying to to get to get it back out there and do a run because my producer is Dulce Sloan. And so, yeah, yeah. Um, And so she's yeah, she's helping. She'll be out in Atlanta uh, or she'll be based in L.A. again soon. And so we're just going to put it up as much as we can. Great. That's um, great. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, that's very cool. I mm-hmm. was around for when I lived in Austin. Uh, my girlfriend at the time was doing a documentary called Lady Porn mm. it, at UT. And we were interviewing a lot of women that worked in sex shops just to ask what about their. Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. It, I've, I've talked about this before and it was really interesting to me. Uh, 
You know? Yeah, it's it was it's kind of a not like a, a wild time. But when I worked there it was the late 90s into the aughts. Hmm. So I watched like I watched it move from VHS to DVD. Right. Um, I watched, you know, uh, but then I also watched like the mindset of the world change from like uh, Clinton to Bush. You know what I mean? Like I oh, watched yeah. all of these things yeah. happen and I'm like, wow, because I, I was there for like six, seven years. Yeah. So yeah, you don't so, see a connection with spirituality, but politically. No, but politically, <laughs> yes, yes. I see. Yeah, yeah. I definitely see. Yeah. You know, we had to pull some of the sex toys off the shelves because uh, the people in charge in the city didn't care for them. But then once someone else was elected, we could put them back on again. You know what I mean? Like, right. politically, we had to make a lot of moves. Because uh, the accommodator looks like a Lincoln beard. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. I know about some of the. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I, I've been a proud owner of an accommodator, and you don't. It's uh, Karen. If you don't know, it's a penis you wear on your chin, and uh, it comes in a, three different colors. I, I, uh, I, I got a, a big black one, and I, uh, I, I can't bring myself. It's still in the box. I've never. Once it's, I brought it home and put it on, I'm like, I can't pull this off. Just, yeah. And it has everything to do with Abe Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. It's like a specific kind of hat where you're like, I don't have a hat face. But yeah, it's, yeah. It's yes. different. Yeah, it's, it it's my sexual fedora. <laughs> it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> I um I once in my car at that time I kept a, a dildo. I think it was called the Mand Rammer. And it was just <laughs> a very large dildo, but at the end it had like a like a sword kind of handle what? like a hilt and, oh, okay um, okay and it was huge it was you know just a handle and then just this yeah. thing and i would leave that in the passenger front seat just leave <laughs> it in there to keep people from like breaking in right. and stealing like my silver change or whatever which is i i lived in areas where that normally would happen and sure. um, <laughs> and it definitely worked and also i was like if i it's you know it wasn't like a firm it was you know kind of floppy Silicone yeah. kind of floppy. So I would like if anyone were to, I could like yeah, I was defend say, myself and like smack them if I need to. It's probably heavy and, you know, it'll it wake someone up. It was pretty heavy. It yeah. was, it was pretty heavy. And, heavy um, and embarrassing. <laughs> very embarrassing. <laughs> and it also had, it also came in three colors. Um, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta cover yeah. everyone. Yeah. And my my dick chin when I say but it was jet black in a bondage way that's yes. it looks scary I look like a villain with it that's <laughs> yeah. the main it that's, looks very intimidating like there should I be I think that's the way to go a, a color that is not a a natural oh I did I, choose you're it. trying to recreate oh, yeah yeah. 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 I, I did choose best. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It 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 seems easier to deal with that way. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about the fact that this stuff like it would have been it, it you're so right that it is like that super cool girl 90s move to be like yes. I'm so chill that I can work here and handle things and like check me out which mm -hmm. I adore. Mm -hmm. Um but then these days it's like the mentality of almost the entire culture at least the youth culture mm -hmm. is like things are so open chill everything but it's like so accepting now yeah. right. that I would be fascinated to know the difference of like any kind of store like that compared to what right. it was like in the even in the 2000s or the 2010s I think the big difference right now is now that everyone's open about this and now that a lot of the 
you know, movies or whatever, the flicks, however you call them, are available online. Uh, now it's more about the toys, which means it's pro- it's kind of more geared towards women. So right. that is kind of where the cool factor is, is that I'm helping women finally reach orgasms that they've never been able to reach before. Right. And I think that is probably where the turn is because the store that I worked at still is still up and running. And, uh, but they've made a few pivots. And so they have, <laughs> they now have a uh, viewing boots where you actually go in to watch clips of movies which oh. were around when I worked there, but we were like, no, we're a classy joint. You just rent the movies and take them away and do what yeah, you want yeah. with them. Yeah. But now, I get that. It, yeah, now <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you can go in here, pay for however much time, go and watch a, watch a movie or two, pick a movie. And then the rest of the store is mostly like costumes and toys and uh, aids and games and things of that nature. And that's kind bachelorette of- Bachelorette party yes, stuff. Yes, bachelor, yes, bachelorette party, but also like- even that has changed. It used to be like this stuff is, ba- yeah, bachelorette party. We're just going to put a bunch of penises on stuff. Ha ha. Sure. We're so yeah. silly. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like this one has been medically found to like, yeah. like all the toys are, <laughs> are like, you know, they're all like these wild organic shapes where yeah. they're all like half circles and curves. And we're, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know where to, I'm, I think maybe I'm just an up and down kind of person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if I'm this curvy with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that I feel like that must be how it's happening. Um, yeah. In order to still kind of seem to have that kind of cachet that it did before was, yeah. I think that must be the, that must be how it looks now. Uh, Cause when I, I was in the store actually over the holidays and was just like, oh, okay, this is this is what we're doing now. Interesting. Yeah. But you think of those stores that are, they look like Apple stores, but it's all sex toys. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I am surprised to hear they have the viewing booths. I thought that was a bygone era thing. And I do, I, uh, what must be worse than emptying <laughs> a bag or putting is, did you have to yeah. clean those little rooms? Uh, no, nope. I'm we sorry. Didn't ha- I have to know. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't have the rooms when I worked there. They oh, okay, only okay. recently got the rooms, but they, you know, you can find someone who will do that. You pay them handsomely. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Make sure that there are always gloves I, and yeah. <laughs> I don't know plastic for your I shoes or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I and would you pay just, them gorgeously. Like, yes. Yeah. Uh, wow. Just uh, face it mask, like the, whatever. The FBI's coming in to <laughs> right? go over the crime yeah. scene. Yes. Yeah. Just straight up have the disposable hazmats on tap, yeah. and then <laughs> you just if you pay them handsomely, someone will do that. Just yeah. And here's your hot boiled tongs. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I I racked up some credit. There's a comedy show here at the Pleasure Chest that I used mm. to do, and I racked up credit and that's when i felt like a square is yes i was i had you know like a, almost a hundred dollars credit and all mm-hmm. i all i could find was the accommodator that was the only toy i'm like <laughs> and i felt like i wait i'm taboo uh, come on right yeah but i'm not that's, i'm yeah i'm an up and down guy yeah <laughs> like that's, the, that's <laughs> the thing is that i feel like because of youth culture, maybe I'm supposed, you know, you're trying to keep up with them, maybe. And you're like, oh, I guess I should be wackier with it. But it's yeah. such a personal thing. And I also kind of feel like 
um, I, I just want to say, like, maybe to the youth who are, uh, you know, putting big oversized Honey Nut Cheerios in themselves or doing whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> you may it may you may be doing too much. This may not be your thing. You know right. what I mean? Because it takes <laughs> years. I know I know we're a lot more open to things. And so I feel like we're a lot more open to concepts. Yeah. But like, honestly, though, what does your body like? Like, can you truly answer that question? And right. that's that's going to take some time. Yeah. <laughs> like if you you know that you don't know that. And then that can also shift. So I just hope that everyone, while being very adamant that they are open minded and stuff, are still able to carry that with them as they get older. Because yeah. I'm now at a point where I'm just watching young people be very hardcore about stuff. And I've gotten past the point where I'm like, but what about me? You guys used to listen to me five years ago. <laughs> now I'm like, all right, you'll see. I'm not going to yeah. I'm not going to press it, but you will. <laughs> I will check back in with you in 12 years and see how you feel about suddenly being ignored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, you That's know, right. and, and seeing how you'll adjust to that. <laughs> and I, I have to. Uh, can we elaborate on the Cheerio? What? what, what <laughs> sorry, that's just been hanging above us. <laughs> Everything's just so curvy. It's all so curvy. Yeah. Everything's so round. And I'm like, I, I. This could be where maybe I'm not reading the right magazines. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe there are sites. Maybe there are videos I'm not clicking on that will show me how. If this yeah. is like a floaty or a, <laughs> where I'm. <laughs> Am I supposed to sit on it? I don't know what to do with these things. <laughs> that is actually just a thing that helps you love swimming. It right. just turns yeah. out that, like... <laughs> that you can also... <laughs> it's just floaties. <laughs> right. You know, I don't want to make that mistake that no, I'm trying sex, to now... sex, we all know sex is getting very aquatic. It's, <laughs> these days, my I did a show at the Pleasure Chest one time, and I was standing, you know, like when it's so funny because they have like a curtained off area for the performing area, but then the comics are just waiting in the aisles of the store. Right. And I just, I'm just so Irish Catholic and like just <laughs> raised in a culture that's so repressive and so like, not only does sex not exist, but if it comes up on like on TV or in a movie people get mad about it. Like, it's, yeah. it's very inverse to what is happening these days. Mm -hmm. And I just was standing there waiting to <laughs> waiting to go on, and I went to, like, lean against something, and I looked, and it was a package of penis pasta. <laughs> and I started laughing so hard. And then I was just like, I'm so... <laughs> So it's like, I'm such a 12-year-old right. when it comes to all this shit. Like, I understand there's people that are like, I want to explore it, and I do this, and I do, do that, or whatever. And it's like, I think this is hilarious, yeah. and I, like, want to buy this for all of my friends. That's the stage I'm at with, right. with all of these things. Yeah. We, yeah. All get to, we all get to do it the way we want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When I started, I told my sister I got the job there, and she was like, but you don't like watching people kiss on television. Because when I was a kid and yeah. we watched like the love boat and people kiss, I would cover my eyes. And so even now when I'm watching a show and people are, start kissing, I'm like, ugh, I shouldn't be seeing this. But <laughs> she's like, That's how are you so going to work? And I'm like, I don't know. So it's a weird thing where I still am uncomfortable at the emotion around kissing. But I absolutely can like sell these toys or, or do it. Yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah, no, that's that's absolutely oh, what course. you would do with this little egg. You yeah. know, I just <laughs> don't. Yeah, you just don't want to watch. Yeah, yeah. That's I, totally just, I don't. Right. I don't yeah. need to see it, but I or understand listen. the mechanics. <laughs> I, can, yeah. I can watch people kiss. If I hear a hear single it? smack, 
Ugh. I am out oh. the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> well, is there anything? This went by so fast, I yeah. can't believe. I just looked down and was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, me Shalai, too. was there anything you want to plug or like talk about before you go? Yeah. Huh, well, uh, I don't know. I'm so bad at plugging things. Oh, okay. I, um, I co-host a podcast. We all do. And um, <laughs> everybody you know does. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, it's called The War Report. And I do it with a comedian named Gastor Almonte, who's yeah. very mm-hmm. funny. And uh, it's usually him coming up with really terrible business ideas and me <laughs> reminding him that he is uh, a husband and a father and legally he <laughs> shouldn't be able to do any of that. <laughs> but, you know, that's we do that like a couple of times a week and it's a good time. So it's just us talking about the news and me yelling about something is usually how that shakes out. So, you know, look it up. The War Report. You'll find it. We've been doing it a couple of years. Again. The War Report. I always love when I see your posts on that because the the picture you guys took, you're both wearing camo and you're yes. standing. It's like it <laughs> definitely looks like you guys are going to invade the Middle East somehow, or I'm yeah, like, what it, is this podcast about? What is she is doing? The, the artwork is based on an album called The War Report by two rappers named Capone and Noriega. Now, Gastor, Gastor is a big hip-hop person, and mm-hmm. I dance around the edges of hip-hop for sure. So he came to me with this idea, and he's like, we got to do it, and it, we got to make the art look just like the album cover. And I'm like, I mean, okay. Is that so, early 90s hip-hop? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, it's ringing a bell, yeah. 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 That and was so, when I was way, yeah. way so it's it. So the cover, I guess, is iconic. I had to go buy fatigues. And then we, <laughs> took, we took the picture, and then, uh, you know, our guy, he put together the artwork and it looked very much like the cover the original album cover so much so that when we posted the first episode on spotify someone said hey copyright infringement and it got pulled because the cover looked too much like the album cover (laughs) that's unheard of that, I like, mean, <laughs> I've experienced that with a graphic or a logo. Yes, or something. Yeah, so wow. it was the graphic and they were like, well, I don't know what this is. We're going to pull the whole episode. So we had to repost it. We had to change the graphic for Spotify. So that artwork that I post on Twitter is just on Twitter. We can't use it on anything else. Wow. For people. <laughs> well, I was from like, what I know, not to be a nerd, but I think uh-huh. you only have to change it 10%. I don't know how that's yeah. dictated, but with, with graphic design stuff, when I, that's yeah, what... I, I believe that. I was just like, yo, just put our initials, man. Don't yeah. <laughs> just put the initials. It's sure. too close. And then someone... Uh, so Gastor then got on Twitter and was just like, ah, the man trying to keep us down. Um... <laughs> And he, he, I think, managed to get the attention of one of the, like, Noriega, who saw the cover and was like, ha, that's funny. Oh, so I'm like, wow. oh, my God. That was our first day of the podcast. And I was like, this is, wow. I don't know if this is a good sign or not. But next time, let's do a little more of a homage instead of a straight rip. Did Noriega give you the he rights did, or kind no, of approve? He, no, not really. He yeah. just said online, like, this is cool. I, yeah. I, this is funny. Sure, but sure. by then I was just like, let's just post the picture on Twitter where yeah, it's yeah. much more lawless. <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> yeah, especially these mind. days. Yeah, but it really is. If you look at the cover of the of the War Report album and then our podcast artwork, it is very close. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to look that up. I haven't seen it. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It, so, but that's that's what I got going on. And then uh, all my um, social media is 
at Silky Jumbo, all one word, <laughs> traditional spelling. And um, <laughs> and I usually, I usually will say whatever it is I'm doing on you know, your your Twitter, your your Instagram. Not right. not so much on TikTok. I don't understand it. It's uh, and I'm fine with that. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah, you got it on TikTok. Can I just tell you really quick, mm. if you're interested or you see TikToks that you like, because here's how I got on TikTok. For three years, my sister would just send me TikToks yeah. in a text. Yeah. Okay. And then I would open it and I would watch what she wanted me to watch. I would laugh really hard. Yeah. And then it would go to the next video and it would be like a teenage girl crying. And I'd be yeah. like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> right. I would get really mad. And finally, my sister was like, just make an account and then you can control all of this. Right. <laughs> right, and when right, you right. when you do it and you and tell me if you do, because then I'll send you videos and then you just teach the algorithm what to give you yeah. and you don't get any of that. Yeah, stupid shit. I've started to um I've had accounts and so I'm still on them and I will uh um and that one I'm at Silky Jumbo, but the last O is a zero because I'm also at normal Silky Jumbo, but I forgot that password. So, yeah. so I managed to cross-reference them, but I'm like, who even goes to the library anymore? And I, um, and so I now will, you know, for a day, if I'm looking at it, they're like, you know what? Today, we're going to give you cats. And I'm like, I mean, I all right, that's yeah. fine. And yep. then they're like, you know what? Today, we're going to give you black people complaining about white folks. And I'm like, I mean, I ain't mad. And, yeah. then, <laughs> and then today, it'll be dancing. And I'm like, all right, this is fine but then when i go to post something of mine they're like nah you violated our community standards and i'm like what yeah what did i do (laughs) yeah they have a lot of rules that you can't say certain words it's crazy it's like it's crazy but for me and i was just telling someone this i'm like in these very dark times that we live in now (laughs) when i get up in the morning and i have the immediate like dread for no reason or whatever and i open up my tiktok and there are these dances there's like a it's four bars of music people make up a dance and then they do it like at the airport and then people start joining them in the dance right it is it makes me go like oh we're okay it's it's gonna be okay (laughs) It's fine. Like, this is what we love to do. People love to do it with each other. Right. It's like this this kind of universal language that is so, like, 1975. And suddenly we're all going like, and we're all all just doing doing the hustle. (laughs) Yes. It's all up with people. Coming coming together in spite of it all. There's some, yeah, there's some good shit like that on there. It's like, it's good to tap into the youth and the people who are like, oh, we're going to. Like those, I got into TikTok when all the people on TikTok organized and went and reserved the free tickets at that last Trump rally where they thought it was oh, going to be the right, big Republican right. rally. I remember you. And yeah. then it was like 80 people went and it yeah, was yeah. one of the most genius things. I was like, this is like, I need this kind of comfort because yeah. just Twitter, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you might as well, you're like, oh, we're all, the world's ending tomorrow. Yeah. But yeah, you get on there rough. and you're like, it's not. We're yeah, okay. Yeah, that is the ultimate. The ultimate flash mob is doing that. Yeah. Yes, that's so great. Not showing up. Yeah. On mass. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Shalewa, it's so great to you. Were so great today, and it's so. I met you so long ago. It, I think at kind of the first couple of years of your career. Yeah. At the, yeah. Absolutely. At the laughing skull, and yeah. it's been fun to watch your career. And you're oh, thanks, Chris. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the show today. Of course. Absolutely. So excited to do it. (laughs) Yay. Great to have you. Thanks for doing it. Yeah. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N. A-R. 
This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgariff. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dinar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.